Hello and welcome to the Gas Up COVID pod series, where we will be discussing the various frontline staff around the world who are tackling COVID. Today we'll be talking with Oliver Adebayo, who is one of the founders of PPE for Ghana. So tell me more about yourself, Oliver. Hi, my name's Oliver. I am an orthopaedic registrar currently working in North Central London and I'm also a member of the Gas Up Committee. Lovely. We'll just go on to your organisation, PPE for Ghana. What was the reason for you starting this? And could you tell us the story behind it? Yeah, I have friends in Ghana who are doctors, colleagues, people that I've met out there. And on discussion with some of them, they virtually had no PPE in their hospitals at the start of the, the pandemic because they didn't have any stocks. Yeah, they barely have stocks of uh, basic drugs and equipment, let alone personal protective equipment that's not required for surgery. So when their first cases were being announced, they were turning around and saying, if we did have a patient come into a hospital, we don't have the equipment to protect ourselves. And that was that was a scary thought that, you know, we were worried about uh, the limit, limits that we had, but these doctors didn't have any and nurses didn't have any PPE to, to look after. There was actually a, a, a newspaper report or a, a, an internet article, sorry, which reported that there'd been four Lebanese travellers who turned up to a health facility and they were physically turned away because the staff said they didn't have any PPE to protect themselves against coronavirus. They wouldn't treat them. That's sad to hear because as healthcare professionals, wherever you are in the world, you want to be able to help whoever whoever the patient is and you shouldn't be limited by uh, equipment to be able to do so or the fear of not having equipment. So it was kind of informal discussion with them. And then I discussed this problem with a couple of my friends here who are also Ghanaian, diasporan doctors who also had friends with similar experiences. And we managed to connect with the head of the Ghana Doctors in Residency Association. So the Ghana Association of Doctors in Residency called GADOR, which is effectively their junior doctor association. So like the BMA, JDC equivalent and helps to represent all the Ghanaian trainees in, in country. So we went to connect with the president there, and they had already actually started their own campaign into raising funds, getting PPE, and also public health awareness about coronavirus and its impact as an organization. And they had a, a strong committee already doing that. And so we just said, you know, we want to, we want to work with you to try and get some stuff across to you. And they, they were very keen. They were happy to have us on board. And so it was a partnership. And I think moving forward, you know, I think for anyone who wants to help at any NMIC, I think the, the key point is to have an in-country partner who has uh, the ability to help you make the changes that you want to make. And so they've been very helpful. They've pushed the campaign on their side. And we set up a website and a GoFundMe page and uh, we've got an Instagram and a Twitter and have just built a little bit of a following from there. We've managed to raise £4,000 to date and that was with, you know, relatively little publicity, just people sharing it around. And this week we are planning to order our first batch of equipment that we're going to be sending out to, to Ghana. So, that's a good thing. And we hope that we can raise a bit more to be able to make an impact, uh, which would be fantastic. 
one of the things which Gador did, which was was also an amazing effort on their part, was was to create a basically a traffic light protocol uh, for the institutions. They basically surveyed all their trainees and asked them, you know, what is your PPE need, and you know, based on the amount of uh, staff members, their patient load, and their likely contact with coronavirus. So more urban places are more likely to have high numbers of uh, coronavirus as opposed to rural areas. They basically stratified which hospitals should get the most PPE or uh, the need. They've already got a plan. So once we were able to get the PPE into the country, we should hopefully be in a position whereby they can distribute it quickly to those that need it. That's great. Sounds like you guys have a really solid plan there with PPE for Ghana. So just wondering, how did you find ways to supply large quantities of PPE for the organisation? Yeah, we were quite lucky in that I have a good friend of mine who was in medical school a few years above me, who is a consultant urologist in London. and. He has some things which he works on outside of medicine and actually has a factory in China which makes other goods for him and some medical devices for him. And so while I'm talking to him, he was like, you know, I, I've asked to manufacture me some masks and uh, other PPE goods, which they were already in the process of thinking about manufacturing. And he was already getting some orders through for some private hospitals in Nigeria, actually who had asked him to organize some PPE. And so he said, if we are able to raise that amount of money, he's more than happy to order it on, on our behalf and, and then get it shipped across. So we're lucky through that. And if anyone uh, is interested, I'm more than happy to point them in the right direction towards him if they, if they have a need or, or anything like that. Unfortunately, at this time, there are a lot of people, unscrupulous people who are, promising PP or who are touting for PP and they don't necessarily have any contacts in China and I've been assured and I've seen all the credentials and he's actually had his first few batches of PP through which I've uh, seen and we've quality tested and so we're very happy with that and we're positive that we'll be able to get those things across. The main challenge now unfortunately is that the world is closing up due to the lockdowns, it's been a bit more difficult to get goods shipped out of China and to the UK and to Africa. So uh, shipping prices have gone up, etc. So that's the only challenge that we have now is getting those goods out. But we have got a, a secure ship, a shipping provider who will be doing that for us. It would just be quite expensive, unfortunately. So some of the money that we're raising uh, will unfortunately have to go towards shipping. So we do want to raise as much as possible in order to negate that. That's completely understandable as well. How can people get in contact and actually be able to help raise funds for this? First of all, visit our website. So www.ppe4ghanahealthcareworkers.com or you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. You can just put in PPE4Ghana and number four and Ghana. We also have an email address, which is, again, quite long with this. It's ppe4forghana, healthcare workers at gmail.com. You can get in contact with us via that, and we're more than happy to kind of point in the right direction. We do have a GoFundMe page in 
can access that through our website as well and through our Twitter or Instagram. We are well available and I'm more than happy to take uh, questions through my own personal email if you guys are happy to share that with anyone who's interested as well. So we'd love anyone to donate to help promote the cause. You know, this situation is not going to go away for a little while. And so we'd like to be able to uh, make an impact as early as possible um, and hopefully um, help those of our colleagues in Ghana. Lovely. Thank you so much for sharing about PPE for Ghana. And it's great to hear that you've gone back to your roots and actually have been in touch with your country and been able to liaise with other people to help ensure that PPE is available for colleagues within the country as well. So do you have any messages for any other healthcare professionals across the world? In terms of across the world, I would say stay strong, stay safe. We will get a, get through this together. You know, we are facing shortages in the UK and we're supposed to be a, a, a developed country with a very robust healthcare system. And we are struggling in itself. Uh, and so, you know, we're all in it together. If anyone does need any help, get in contact and we can see what we can do. You know, one thing that we wanted to try and push is our hashtag. So hashtag PPE for Ghana, PPE for Ghana. And what, what would be amazing, actually, is what we wanted to try and do is start kind of start a little movement and get people to uh, use their hashtag for their own countries and get people to share that and then you know at least you know raise some awareness for the for the shortages in their country and the shortages around the world so if people want to want to kind of steal the idea please feel free and you know we'll we're more than happy to collaborate with anyone who is willing to collaborate on you know trying to obtain PPE or trying to raise awareness and uh, so yeah, we're all in it together. Thank you, Oliver, for your inspiring story. And thank you all for tuning in to our first ever COVID pod episode. We'll have more episodes to come and please make sure you comment using the hashtag COVIDpod. We look forward to hearing from you. If you know others with inspiring COVID stories, do email us on eventsgasok at gmail.com. That's eventsgasok.com. G-A-S-O-C at gmail.com Stay safe and we'll get through this together. Thank you.